0: In the words of Katy Perry, I kissed... Girl, and I liked
1: it. Well, hello, my darlings, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Bravo blogs and recaps brought to you by me, Eric, kind of sort of in this intro, and John from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, what we're doing is recapping what went down this week in Beverly Hills and reading you the blogs that the ladies write for Bravotv.com. Because who has time to sit around and read blogs on a website when you could have them read to? you comedically by us. Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating, and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo and if you're listening to this on our website make sure you guys comment below we love to interact with you hear what you guys think and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of and hey since you're here anyway tis the season to do your holiday shopping on amazon just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website it brings you right to amazon you guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back it's another great way to help support our shows and look we know you guys are like how do we interact with you right now well it's easy over on Twitter just follow us at reality recaps for me Eric and at comedy Jonah for John because we love interacting with you guys during the shows we're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback and then I'm being really sarcastic and John is like I love this part but you guys know the deal and look you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast so get to our twitter get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com but we need to talk about what you guys really want to hear about it is the ladies of beverly hills okay that was my really bad attempt at trying to be a soap opera actor anyway take it away john (laughs) oh thank you eric for
0: that lovely long introduction hey everyone john richardson here so excited To talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, episode 12, titled Drama Queens. Holy shit. If that is not the perfect title, I don't know what is. You know, this episode we learned or saw or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, Lisa's adopted son, Max, um, wanting to know where his birth parents are. Lisa showing resistance, not even wanting to give the last name. I I don't understand that. I mean, yeah, he's old enough. Yeah, you told him he was adopted. I mean, at least for like health purposes, right? Don't you want to know if like certain things run in your birth family? I mean, I would look at it like more like saving my child's life than, oh, I'm losing my little pup, I'm losing my little boy. I think she should give him the name. I think all of it is. Just crazy, boring, stupid. Come on, Lisa. Empower your son. Where does he come from? He's a ginger, so he could kind of be related to Ken, but well, I don't know. Who cares? Um. Also, the fight between Brandy and Kyle ugh, continues at her game mixer, which was hilarious. Watching Lance Bass on Watch What Happens Live talk about <laughs> how boring the mixer was. Uh. It wasn't that good, but if I was invited, I would have been there in a heartbeat, okay, I would have paid admission, you know, I just brandy, 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 what can we say what 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 can we say that we haven't said before? I mean, seriously, punching her teeth out, Kyle's like five five Brandy's like five ten in heels, she's like six foot tall. I mean, come on, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I've said before, you don't get in between those Richard sisters, not even Paris Hilton's mother. She's a half Richard, but still those, those gals, those families, they, they travel in packs. They can be wolves, but they can also be sheep. Um, (laughs) that's just me. All right, let's get into the blogs and see what the ladies wrote about this episode. All right, first up is the queen bee herself, Lisa Vanderpump. And the title of her blog is Brandy's behavior was unnerving to watch. My horrible British accent. Lisa Vanderpump discusses Brandy's ugly behavior and opens up about Max's adoption. She says, hello to all. The week of the flu and I'm almost back to normal. Poor Lisa. Lots of green tea and hot water with lemon and some... Echinasia, darling, will really help you out. She says, this episode, we lightly touched on the issue of Mac's adoption. Now, as many of you are aware, he has been rather resistant when it comes to being filmed too much. He is happy to do so if there are cameras and, and he is present, but this was different. This was a deep and poignant story, a story that started 22 years ago. When we went to visit him in his foster care home, we traveled and landed in a snowy city and met this little boy who would soon be our son. We had always thought that um, we would adopt a couple of children. Ken had adopted one many years ago for his sister, who then became pregnant and now has four boys. It, so it wasn't something strange to our family, and we were excited to embrace him in our loving home. Pandora was six and very much believed, um, he would be her baby, Be her baby. I think the perfect example of how relevant this adoption has, has happened one night when we came home from dinner and a couple who had worked for us at the house for quite a few years by then said, uh, Max was acting up being silly and telling them how he was adopted, which they believed to be untrue. They would have never known. They said he was an image of his father. My point being, if I ever, if it was ever mentioned, it was never important. If he had questions, I answered them simply as I could. So it was rather surprising when Max came to me and inquired about his genetic heritage. Again, hello. You want to know this stuff. When you're 10, you don't. You don't care. You don't care where your blonde hair comes from, right? Lisa continues with, I have never engaged nor discouraged my children to display display their lives on reality television. It was me that signed up for this. And if you remember Pandora's wedding, it was filmed by us, no mics, and then the footage was inserted into the episode. It was her day, and I maintained that it was her decision as to what was shown and that she was happy about it. So I digress. Thank you. Max was perfectly at ease to talk openly and you will see how the story unfolds. I was unnerved for a second as the demand from the company from the company was that I insert his birth name. I had never uttered his name as I always believed it would be confusing for him to be faced with another identity but he took it all in stride and he proceeded with this process. You're 22 years old. Lisa, he's not 10, okay? Having another identity would be confusing. Might even be fun if you're 10, right? Because now you can have another imaginary friend with that identity, but it's really you. So it's a mirror image. Oh, whatever. I digress. Let's continue with Lisa's walk. Are the... Children different to me? Do I love them differently? Is there a biological connection that makes the relationship stronger? I honestly don't have the answer to that. All I know is I love them both, and we had a and we've had a happy family. Their childhood was de- decadent, full of ponies. And dogs and extraordinary experiences coupled with relationships and wonderful holidays, parents that loved the experience, parents that vowed never to disturb the harmonious life that they had been that they had by involving their problems, whatever they were at the time, sometimes as siblings, they would fight. Pandora believed Max to be the favorite as he was exempt from the blame because he was younger, but Max would say differently it was a vibrant household with parents at the helm who loved their children, friends, and all that ensues with raising children. Yes, Max had to be pushed and encouraged much more than Pandora. I was very involved with my children's education, even worked at their school in France for a few days a week for three years, and I wouldn't change a minute of it. Each child is different. Each relationship varies. But one thing I know to be sure is biology has very little to do with emotional connections of that of Max and I, for sure. Anyway, life is riddled with choices and, and with tons of options and paths to take. I encourage them to be independent of me. Yeah, independent of you working in your restaurant. But they know I am here to catch them if they fall. Um, then I put them back on the slippery slope as, as we know as life. Yeah, I've been seeing, hearing, too many, seeing and hearing too many Dame Edna. Now on to the rather unpleasant situation that started with the point, the, a good intent, the gay mixer party. I was thankful that we were all in good spirits and for the most part, I was It was alleviated from the the problematic situation between the sisters as socializing on the other side of the room. Then we insert Brandy into this complicated dynamic and of course it becomes explosive. I've never, I have never experienced prior to meeting Brandy and this would be the second time a woman exclaiming, I'm going to knock your fucking teeth. Again, it was ugly and uncalled for, intimidating behavior that found unnerving to watch. Kyle is... Obviously upset, frustrated by Kim's reluctance to understand the damage that would transpire as the the divide widened. Well, we see that the path that both of these stories take next week. Until then, I, I bid you farewell and try to keep healthy as this trying time of the year when everyone seems to be coughing and sneezing. Love, Lisa. Again, we talked about Max's adoption. He's 22 years old. You kind of want to find out where you're from. I don't get it. We saw you being reluctant on it. Blah, blah, blah. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall and watched all the chaos at the Game Mixer. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I gotta get on Twitter more. I gotta find out when this is filming and just fly down. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna, just, you know. All right, next up, or next up, the next blog is Lisa Retta, and it's titled, Everyone Needs to Own Their Shit. Oh, girl. Lisa... (laughs) takes a moment to reflect on her behavior i love her behavior remember not so long ago when some of you were asking when season five was going to get really crazy was going to get was going to really get the crazy train in motion well the crazy train is moving full force through beverly hills and it doesn't appear to be slowing down anytime soon Woohoo! if you could see me my arms are in the air and i'm shaking them there are times when I'm enjoying the ride, times when I'm pissed off, and times when I'm just plain dumbfounded by what's going on. The bottom line is, I'm always looking for the best way to deal with what comes my way. She says, there are two different ways I could write this blog. I choose to utilize my energies by calling out discrepancies, pointing out behaviors I don't agree with, and bringing my um, dignity and bringing my dignity down where it doesn't belong and i could choose to take this opportunity to be reflective in my own behaviors and role i choose to play among my fellow housewives i choose the latter first and foremost i always do my best to come from a place of truth and compassion i try to make sure that my intentions are good and my cons- um and my my conscience my conscience is clear each and every day I may not always succeed and sometimes find myself falling down that rabbit hole of drama, but I try to learn from my mistakes. There are always, there's always a lesson to be learned. This is how we evolve and we must be forgiving of ourselves and one other in order to do so. With that said, I do believe everyone's behavior speaks for itself and that behavior will always have consequences, both positive and negative. Everyone needs to own their shit, particularly if they're inclined to dish it out. There was a there has been plenty of weird behavior so far. You don't need to you don't need me to break it down piece by piece, except maybe the look of Lisa Vanderpump's face when I went in for the smooch. I mean, I get it. Could you imagine these babies coming out of you? But in other words, of, in the words of Katy Perry, I kissed a girl and I liked it. She says, above all, be the heroine of your life, not a victim, Nora Ephron. Amen, sister. I know I'm the heroine of my life. Boom. And I'm not even halfway through it, bitch. Mm-hmm. All right, the next blog, is, of course, is from one of my faves, Eileen Davidson. I love her. Love, love, love. I'm watching days, just waiting for Kristen to come back. I feel it. I feel like she's coming back. Um, Eileen's blog is Brandy's acting like a mafia enforcer. I love the title of her blog, especially after the episode when she tweeted out saying, oh my gosh, I just feel sorry for everyone involved, including Brandy. However, she writes her blog. She's a mafia enforcer. Love her. Love, love. Eileen explains how she really feels about Brandy and Kim's behavior. She says, oh boy, this episode had my stomach in knots. I don't know about you, but I was yelling at the television. I wasn't yelling. I was tweeting at the television. (laughs) I have have to be the first to address one thing. The words reckless and you should be disappointed in yourself should never, ever pass the lips of Brandy Glanville unless you're referring to yourself. That's all. Mm-hmm. I love that just a few weeks ago, Eileen's like, listen, I'm not going to watch past seasons. I'm going to, you know, judge everyone as I meet them and as I see how they behave in front of me, blah, blah, blah. Well, that didn't take long, did it, people? <laughs> Starting to know the brandy we all know. <laughs> now I don't need to see that. Um, she continues with, Kyle's mixer was such a great idea. I have single gay friends who are gay, can't. Can't say my gays when I don't refer to my heterosexual friends as my heteros. LOL. I do. Hey, hetero. Love you, hetero. Uh, Our breeder, right? We like to say breeder. Gays. God knows we need a little, um, levitivity after my poker, um, party, uh, debacle. Kyle was gracious and a lovely hostess who was clearly excited to be getting all of our gays. Oh, Whatever together and who knows maybe make a love connection that happiness flew out the window when kim walked into the party with brandy who by the way is acting less and less like a friend and more and more like a mafia enforcer oh i guess kim's heart was in the right place question mark she said she wanted brandy and kyle to make up but really people at a party with no heads up to the hostess was she trying to put out a fire um by throwing gasoline on it i'm so happy that she was in the hospital for a bit hopefully she's healthy and back on track still she appears to be getting her days mixed up and continues to to side with women who who insults and provokes her sister how about that lovely comment about mauricio talk about reckless what about their kids brandy yuck yuck creeping me out the really sad thing. Is that before the party, it seemed these two sisters were communicating in a lovely way with each other. You could tell how much they care about each other and the bond and history they share. Kyle was so happy to mend things with Kim. She was clearly frustrated and angry at the mixer. She has witnessed all the progress going out the window. I don't blame her one bit for feeling angry, hurt, and betrayed. I don't understand Kim's point of view. I'm trying here. I really am. On a happier note, it was fun to watch Yolanda. Okay, before I get to that, you know, I'm trying to understand Kim's point, too. I don't get it. You know, you come to Eileen's party all looped out on one pill. There's, (laughs) okay. I think you've built up quite a tolerance over the years, Kimmy's. All looped up on pain medication. Mixed with alcohol and just the pain medication and you cause all this drama and you would think when you come down like we saw when when kyle was sitting on kim's bed you know they seemed to make up and then all of a sudden you're like i'm just gonna bring brandy they gotta get. absolutely ridiculous i don't know if you looped up again on the pain pills and then brandy came in going no i think we should go to the party absolutely insane on a happier note she continues in her blog Eileen, it was fun to watch Yolanda getting ready for that epic trip to Italy. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> her closet is almost impressive as her fridge. She has so many social um, commitments she has to prepare for, so many T's to cross and I's to dot. I see her handling her life and all its responsibilities with the battle of a horrible and unpredictable disease, and I am in awe of her. She is so brave and strong. I was touched by watching Lisa and Ken with Max. What a huge dilemma, but all kinds of emotions. I just wanted to hug them all. And Ken is so, such a funny man. Vinny and I both laughed out loud when he told Max his father was Japanese and his mother was Norwegian. LOL. I laughed out loud too. That was hilarious. Oh, that Ken. I understand Max wanting to know about his heritage. I can also understand Lisa being reluctant that perhaps it will lead him to more questions. I hope this works out for the best of all of them. They are such a lovely family. So much drama went down in this week's show. I am feeling, (laughs) I'm feeling we've only just begun. It's a two-parter after all. Oh no, those are clues Eileen's giving us. Yeah, you, you know... Yolanda's closet her first the fridge is definitely impressive Yolanda's closet looks good but compared to Lisa Vanderpump's I mean isn't she put us she puts us all to shame I mean uh, my closet looks like an outhouse compared to Lisa Vanderpump's (laughs) and I just redid it ouch next blog up of course has to be Kyle Richards I'm kind of doing these in order like I'm trying to you know build up to when we read Brandy's blog after this unfortunately Kim hasn't written one yet i don't know if she's going to i've waited a few a couple extra days longer than i wanted to to get my audio blog up because i wanted cam's side but maybe we'll we'll get some insight next week the show must go on and that is why we are getting this done because we love it all right kyle says brandy puts out lies hoping they will stick kyle responds to brandy's claims in last week's blog okay Before I get into this week's episode, I'd like to address Brandy's attempt to twist the events that played out in Eileen's poker night in her blog last week. It is an insult to our intelligence. We all saw with our own eyes exactly what happened. To say that I wanted to play this out in front of the cameras to hurt my sister is, is her way of trying to poison Kim's mind. Poison Kim's mind. Sorry, I just had to scroll down. As well as Kim's trying to poison our minds as well as Kim's. We all saw that I had walked away into the bathroom where my sister followed me. I asked my sister repeatedly to cover the microphone, which she insisted and she didn't want to do because she had nothing to hide. If I, if i wanted to make a scene at the poker table, I had plenty of opportunities to do so. We left the bathroom and I thought, and I thought Kim and I were fine and we could talk later privately. The party was clearly wrapping up and I also thought it was best to leave. The best was best Kim, Kim leave, but wanted her to eat something before she left in the car um, with the cameras. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the first thing you want, whether you're wasted on alcohol or pills, you're, you're getting something to eat, sponge it out. She continues with when Kim out of nowhere said she was upset with me, I was completely confused. Again, we're reasoning with somebody who's on dope. Really? We get mad at someone. Hey, I tried to talk to you when you were all doped up, but you weren't reasonable. How come? Hello? (laughs) Clearly, however, Brandy was putting in her mind. Whatever Brandy was putting in her mind was working. I wanted to speak with her alone without the cameras or Brandy. You can see me trying to get Kim away and saying, whisper in my ear what's wrong. Brandy then goes into saying in her blog, I really do think I should apologize to Eileen and Vince for disrespecting their home. Yeah, you should, bitch. I should have taken a page from the rest of the women and said one thing to their faces and, com- and a completely different thing to behind their backs. Is that an apology? Well, you do the same thing. So hi, Cataline Black, bitch. And who is she referring to? That was my best the, the first time in Eileen's home and Brandy and I didn't speak again after that. So Kim, Lisa Renna, more lies are not and not taking responsibility. Brandy then has the audacity to say that Lisa Renna should be ashamed of herself and I was reckless in my comments. Brandy needing rehab and and to consider she has children. What about the how reckless Brandy is with her words, her comments to Kim in season two about using meth, which was 100% not true? How did she think Kim's kids would feel about that or bring up the lies and tabloids on camera last season? What about my children or what she said about Adrian and her children? Brandy's mean comments about others always are always lies designed to hurt. Lisa Renna was commenting on something she actually saw with her own eyes. What we all saw, not a fabrication designed to hurt Brandy. Brandy needs to stop with all the lies and deflecting and be more cautious with her own actions and reckless words if she's that concerned about the people, that about what they say about her. So effing true. God, you can't sit there and go throw all this shit out, throw all these people under the bus. I mean, punching, kicking below the belt. You start with a little slap, Brandy, but then it's punching, 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 kicking, kicking below the belt. But then someone oh, blows wind and messes up your hair. And you're like, oh, my children, my children they are going to see this. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. I absolutely agree with Kyle. And I want to know whose team you're on, team Kyle or team Brandy. I am team Kyle. Um, Kyle continues with this week, watching Kim and Brandy talk after Kim got out of the hospital and hearing Brandy repeatedly tell Kim that she has been there for her and I haven't is disgusting to me. What friends, what friend wants their friends to think their family isn't there for them? Why is she constantly putting, putting that, putting that in my sister's head? You saw where Kim and I had a heartfelt conversation in the bedroom where she said, How we have both always been there for each other and nobody has come between us. The conversations between Kim and me are night and day after her conversations with Brandy. And I am totally in agreement with this. Whether or not their relationship is the way it is, it's none of your business. Be a friend. Stop doing that shit. Stop saying your sister's jealous of you and she's never there for you. And, oh, I know you call me in the middle of the night and you never call her. Burpity burp. Who the fuck cares? Be a friend. Stop being judgmental. And then maybe you'll fucking have some friends. Oh, Randy. Brandy continues with, I was looking forward to the game mixer. I have so many amazing gay friends that are single and want a serious relationship. And to start a family. Right. So they're hanging out with you. <laughs> Guess what? They're going to stay single. I thought it was a great idea to bring them all together and make a love connection. And if nothing else, they make good. Sorry, I get so enthralled in Brandy's blog. I thought I was reading Brandy's blog for a second. Scratch out that comment that was not meant for Kyle's, meant for Brandy's gaze. Not Kyle's gaze. I got to get all my gays together. All right, I'm having a giggle. (laughs) For for obvious reasons, I didn't send you an invitation to Brandy. Why would I? We we couldn't be in the worst place and I was excited about having fun with my friends and without problems, you know, and I can see where, you know, Brandy kind of said, oh, I thought I was invited because when she came up with the mixer in her dress shop, you know, Brandy was there. Kind of wasn't an invitation, but even if you thought it was, after what went down, after physically getting into it with someone, and the last thing I'm going to be is at their party, even if I was invited. Come on. Common sense, Brandy. When I looked up and saw Kim walk in with Brandy, my heart dropped. I felt very nervous, but I felt Kim wasn't coming from a bad place. I decided I had to go up and, and start a conversation with Brandy with an apology, even though it really was the last thing I wanted to do. And I told Brandy she should, she should know better than to come between sisters. It started it all over again. She started again with saying she's been there for her. She's been there for her. And I haven't and claiming to know our history. It was extremely frustrating when she says that because if I defend or explain myself, then I would have to reveal private information. So my hands are tied. They're not tied. Okay. You don't have to reveal private information. Again, if Brandy was her friend, She'd shut the fuck up like she tells everyone else to shut the fuck up and just be a friend. You can be a friend and not judge their family, their siblings. God, my partner has a huge family. And I mean, it's a test every moment. Just kidding. Just kidding if you're listening. (laughs) As I stood there, I was taken back that Kim didn't speak up and defend me since she knows the truth. I kept hoping Kim would speak up and say, and say, what she says to me when we're alone. And that's true. You know, and Kim all looped out again. You take another pain kill, pillar, pillar, listen to me, I'm on him. Um, pain pill, and I don't know what's going on. I didn't do anything. I don't want to be in this mess. You caused the mess, Kim. We love you. Turtles. Turtles, we love you, but you did. And this is a very good point Kyle has. Brandy always puts out lies about people hoping they will stick. Because just because Brandy says something doesn't make it true. She has the tendency to believe her own lies. As Brandy threw out her last dagger, her vicious comment about my husband not wanting me, I lost it. It was so mean and coming from someone who is so concerned about about reckless comments. What about my children? Brandy has proven time and time again she doesn't care about hurting anyone, including their family. True that she says until next week. Totally true, you know. And I'm just so sick of the double standard. I'm so, we sit there and we hear about Eddie and Leanne all the fucking time from Brandy. Then what? Two episodes we learned that you know Brandy's secret sexual fetish is walking in on her husband and allowing him to finish, and that's what turns her on. Yuck. First of all, it's bizarre and gross. And then she's such a double standard with, you know, being explosive and, oh, I can say anything if I fucking want and then throw it over your shoulder like a grain of salt and we should all act normal again. You know, you, you, you hit below the belt. You're horrible. You're like someone on crystal meth, but not actually on crystal meth, but you act like it. Okay? You're crazy. Right, right. All right. Last but not least, of course, this audio blog of this week's episode of Beverly Hills would not be complete without Brandy. Um, I always like to save her for last because, you know, and because I always want to say what I'm going to say. But I think I've said so much about her throughout the other blogs, reading them. I might repeat myself. And if I do, I just don't care. OK, just laugh again. All right. Brandy's blog is titled I'm a ride or die friend. Brandy explains her friendship with Kim and thinks a couple of the other ladies need to stop clutching their pearls every moment hi everyone i'm in new york city tonight and running crazy i hope you enjoyed part one of the soap opera drama 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 i'm feeling a little snappish go figure but i will try to take the high road (laughs) i think you need a gps to find the high road brandy we begin with yolanda prepping for her trip to italy with her husband david yo is right um rightfully proud of her charitable efforts and is being present at the events, not just as a uh, figurehead. I love, I love Adrian Brutale and Italy. So it was a bit envy, envious scene, whatever the fuck she's trying to say. It's not even a word. We also <laughs> see her with her son, who is an adorable and very sweet young man. And again, that son is gorgeous. Like all the children are like super supermodel gorgeous. It's, just sounds like such a nightmare, Yolanda. Just a nightmare. Um, another adorable young man we've seen next is Max Todd. We see his breaching with the topic of curiosity, curiosity about his cultural heritage and his birth parents. He's 22 years old, so I guess that's his decision. I completely support adopted adults seeking their DNA and medical histories. It's important, and I wish him well with whatever he chooses. Okay, Brandy and I have found a common ground. Oh my gosh, let me write it on the wall. Um, we move on to Kyle visiting Kim at her house a few days after Kim was um, recuperating from being released from her week in the hospital. Kim asks her sister why she was in the hospital. Oh, Kyle asks her sister why she was in the hospital. There, I will leave it at that. She doesn't even know why her sister was in the hospital more than a week later. It was a hernia Fractured rib, disc issues, very serious, very painful injuries, and medical issues for a single woman over 40. Who the fuck cares, Brandy? (laughs) That doesn't prove anything. I think you and Kristen on Vanderpump Rules have the same kind of, there, there's the proof. (laughs) Stupid. Here are some of Kim's quotes to Kyle that speak to their meeting better than I can. I don't need fake support. I consider her, hashtag me, or not hashtag parentheses, one of my closest friends. And she's there for me. You're not. But still doesn't prove anything, you dildo. We also heard her say, nobody can come between us, Kyle. You're there for me. The good and the bad times. I've been there for you. You've been there for me. Stupid. Stupid. Brandy continues with, I'm a ride or die friend. I've always been, always will be, to be real, true friends. Everyone who knows me knows that, and I'm never changing that. You really should. I mean, I think you should definitely be loyal and love your friends, but Jesus Christ, you're like a combination of Kristen and Stassi on Vanderpump. It's insane. I'm here for Kim now and was then. I'm here for Kim now and was then. Hmm. There's a word. Hmm, not anymore. Her relationship with her sister is their own. I'm not between them. I don't want to be. However, I might be somewhere between Kyle's publicist version of herself as a sister and the truth. So mean. If someone was to say something like that to her, she would flip out. The party is next. The party that you see I was invited to by Kyle and my friend Mark, but I honestly did not want to go at all and you shouldn't have was classless. I told Kim I thought it was a bad idea and you should have enforced it friend, but she insisted that Kyle was going to play nice and not cause a scene. And you know what? I kind of believe her in that. Everything else I don't. But you know what? Kim even said it in the episode that I just wanted them to make amends, which was stupid, which is why Kim, it's your fault. All of this. Because you know how crazy she is. My close friend and amazing hairdresser Mark and I planned to ride um planned to ride with kim i wouldn't have gone but mark was newly single and very depressed so i felt i should go and try and cheer him up oh newly single and depressed What is his grinder app didn't work i mean come on we arrived at the quiet party and and that but doesn't last the hostess kyle immediately changes the party theme from gay vera- gaiety to outrage Oh yeah, you had nothing to do with it, Brandy, right? You're just an innocent victim in all this. We see that everyone, and I do mean everyone, had to hear how upset she was. She made the she made the circuit, turning every conversation to her drama. Not exactly my idea of a hostess making their guests feel comfortable. Or having the hostess be assaulted at the last event you went to, and you decide to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Hashtag take responsibility. She continues with... I might have been better to keep things to myself, not to make a big deal. Really like bashing your fucking teeth in should have kept that to yourself. You think, um, to make, to make, to not make a big deal and make sure everyone had a great comfortable time, but no, it was all about Kyle and it always has to be. Oh no, sweetheart. I think you're looking in a mirror when you say that I gave her a a huge hello, a smile said nothing about anything because I really wanted a calm night. Later when Kyle beelined over to me with the fake apology, I accepted it twice quietly, but we all know it was just too, was just an in, insincere opening to begin her angry confrontation and cause a giant scene. No, you cause it. You like to push buttons and then you stand back and go, I don't know why everybody's yelling at me after you've caused it. She continues with, I find it amazing, really amazing that she ran around to a dozen people saying, I would cause a scene right before she came over yelling, arguing, making accusations and making an ass of herself. She was also throwing throwing quite a few loud F-bombs. I hope Eileen's ears weren't plugged. Whatever happened to Kyle's fake ladylike shock of the F-bomb? Oh yeah, there was one more as she uh towered over Kim, who was sitting down, yelling "Fuck you!" in in front of the whole mixer. Yeah, she did. You know what? I don't think Kyle's fake with the f bombs. I think the way you use the f bombs, Brandy, is shocking because you use the f word like the word "the" or "they." So, so you know when someone like Kyle uses the f bomb, they're really pissed. They're really serious. She doesn't take the word for granted like you do. She continues with, on that front, I think we all hope that some of the ladies start doing something interesting soon because our two resident, um, Gladys Kravitz teetering and clutching their, clutching their pearls in mock of horror at me is kind of boring. Okay. She's talking about Lisa Renna and Eileen. Ugh, seriously, bitch. Anyway, to be continued, hope you all have a happy and well and a big shout out to Yolanda who returned from Asia this week. Love you, yo. Hope you're getting better soon and stronger. Hitting the town in New York City with friends. Oh, Brandy, I, I again, I think you're so much fun to go out with, probably have some drinks with, but man, as a friend, Jesus Christ. Or is it just you're a good friend, but a friend on camera, and I have my hands up in quotes probably another thing and that's probably what we're seeing because there are some people around you like my beauty Jennifer Jimenez has been friends with you for so long and I love her to death and people always kind of wonder what doesn't make sense I think it does make sense I just think we're seeing a side of Brandy that wants to stay on the show and relevant all right guys that is my blog this week lots to happen I'm going to get it up sooner regardless of who has got their blog up or not. We want to talk about it. I love it. Also, there's breaking um, (laughs) Housewives of New York City news about Kristen and Bethany not getting along. So excited. Also, if you want to read about this episode, visit Dana's blog on our website at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. Get everything bravo there. Also, thumbs up our iTunes page. We love it. We're a featured artist now because of Thumbing, giving us thumbs up and writing us a great review. iTunes. Apple loves us and we love doing this.
1: Or you. Hey, whoa, 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 it's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because, as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows. I mean, so many. At any point, we are covering 50. 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality tv stars and you get to ask them questions in real time so check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com and of course if you want to help support our shows do us a favor subscribe to this podcast in itunes or any of them we have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media, get your friends hooked, tell them how much you love our stuff, and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on, like, every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.